Bridges puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Bang! Tie game with five seconds remaining. Balotelli. Aguero. To five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. All right, back for another week. A uh, couple of boys have just pulled out again, and it's one of those things. It's up to being up to me and Hicksie, who I'm here with today. Um, very grateful he's come on board. Um, he's been he's been a man all over the all over socials at the moment. Huge win for his Marupna Cats on the weekend. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. The uh, Ducats Championship uh, doubles partners are back again. So um, yeah, big win for us on. Uh... Saturday, um, into finals now, and I got the chance to go down and watch Cody actually on Sunday, watch him play, and he got best on ground, so I think he put a bit of a show on for me. Yeah, well, loose man in defence, you told me off air, so I'm happy to throw him under the bus, but well done, Cody. How, how was the the scenes on Saturday? Um, give a bit of a rundown for everyone listening on, it's been a fair while since you've played finals even, I think. It's been eight years since we played finals, and no, it was just unreal, like, and the weather helped as well. It was a beautiful day. I think it was 18 degrees. Sun was out. But, yeah, it was finals feeling about it, even though it was the last round. But just the crowd was enormous and it was a ripping game. So, yeah. Did it go down to the like, final stages or did you feel like you sort of held on? What kind of game was it at towards the end? Um, it just went a bit of back and forth. And, yeah, both teams were trying their hardest. And then about, oh, I think, five minutes ago, we got up by a goal. And then from there, just held on. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, very good, mate. Done well. Corey, unfortunately, lost on the weekend. They played Katunga. They had a few out. He uh, he played full back, actually. Um, had a bit of it. Going from full forward to full back. Yeah, that's it. So I, I played the Lunchtime Legends. Um, I was a late call-up Friday night, and I thought, you know, I'll, it's a final. I yeah. can't believe they're sort of short for a final, but, you know, I'll fill in and started on ball. <laughs> Didn't get a kick for pretty much the whole day, and, yeah, we got, we got run over in the fourth quarter, so. It was good to watch Corey, though. Uh, Liam, I, I was out there and I was actually leaving. I seen Thorny was there. So I thought, hey, you had a chat and abused Corey over the fence. But uh, those boys, I think they're, I think he's a bit hungover today. So that's probably his excuse for not being here, which is fair enough. Um, plenty happening in the sporting world, not necessarily around Australia as much at the moment, but you've got the EPL at the moment, which uh, your boys finally got, got the three points, which is how yes. they do it. Finally, we've got a win, which is nice. Hopefully, are we still on the bottom or are we come off the bottom? No, nah, you've come up. Uh, so West Ham, that is that we're talking about. They're they're into 16th now. They were 20th. Oh, good on them. Good on them. Um, I, actually, I watched the um, highlights of that actually. And, you know, Aston Villa, how they have the same colours. Yeah. I was barracking for Aston Villa in the highlights. Yeah. <laughs> and then the team in all black, which is West Ham, scored. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm barracking for the wrong team here. That's how much I know about the soccer. Yeah, no, it's good that you've done your research, though. They uh, had a 1-0 win. Um, Steven Gerrard, who used to play at Liverpool, many people would obviously know who he is. He's actually the manager at Aston Villa. And uh, after four games, they're pretty much putting him putting his head on the guillotine and saying, you might be axed here. Oh, really? Is this his first season this year as manager? Or? Uh, second season, second. I think. But wow. four, four games in into yeah, a 38-game sure. season, it's very bloody early. Give him some time, maybe like. Round six or something. Yeah. There was um some other huge games as well. Manchester United have got two on the trot. So um, Bronson's up and about. They had a 1-0 win. Cody's team, Chelsea, defeated Liam's team, Leicester. They actually had a red card after the 28th minute. 
Chelsea. I actually watched it and I was like, oh, I can't wait to get into Cody here. And uh, But they ended up winning 2-1. A uh, bloke called Raheem Sterling, he's been at Manchester City, been at Liverpool. He played well, which was really good. Man City, uh, people might have seen my post that I put up about them. They were down 2-0 and I was like, this is so good because Man City's sort of like your Golden State Warriors, your Geelong. Yeah. And it's like, geez, they're going to lose here. And then uh, the bloke called Erling Haaland, who they've just signed, just goes, I'm going to kick a second-half hat trick. And it was uh, – he's a robot, mate. He was that good. And my boys, well, Liverpool, they had a just a cruisy 9-0 win, yeah. <laughs> which is um, <laughs> equal to the record in uh, Premier League history oh, yeah, there you go. for 9-0. Um, it, I woke up in the morning and usually when you're watching it on the app, you can sort of watch either like three-minute highlights – um, or it might be like a 25-minute highlight for the whole game. And I was like, oh, I'll watch the whole game and because it was a bit late and so you sort of skip through it a bit. Yeah. Anyway, I've skipped to the six-minute mark and it's 2-0. I'm like, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> and then I'm like, I go and like, watch the goals and I'm like, right, I'll skip forward now. And then it was like 4-0 in like the 19th minute and I'm like, far out. But, happy, happy days as Liverpool supporters then. Yeah, well, they, that was the first win for the year, which is surprising, but um, no, they did really well. Arsenal's still undefeated, four from four. Corey's boys, so they're looking really, really good. Um, and that's about it. You got Tottenham who won 2-0 this morning and Harry Kane become the third highest Premier League goal scorer in history this morning. And he's still bloody young. I think he's like 28, 29. Who's above him? Who's the two above? Uh, Alan Shearer and I couldn't tell you the other yeah. bloke off my head, so yeah, sure. horrible research there. But um, no, it's it's we're obviously four games into the season. You got Haaland after four games, he's kicked six. Um, Mitrovic and Harry Kane have kicked four, and uh, Gabriel Jesus, uh, Corey's <laughs> man, he's had three assists, and De Bruyne has had three assists. Shock! So, um, yeah, it's starting to heat up a little bit in the Premier League there, which is uh, quite interesting. Uh, the trade deadlines, I think, within the next fortnight. So, I think Manchester United have thrown the kitchen sink at every other player in every other league at the moment. Um, we had the big bash. They had their draft last night, which was uh, quite good. I'm sure Hicksy's going to go over that soon. Um, obviously, had the buy in footy this week, which was a bit yeah, a bit, bit lulls, like nothing happening and nothing to watch. But nah, but it was it was good for probably country footy, I reckon. Oh, for sure, yeah. I went to the footy on Saturday, Sunday, and both days were absolutely packed. So it was good footy, and it's probably good for the country footy coming towards finals. Um, what else is there? There's the NFL starts in 11 days, which um, I'll go into after a break now. But we'll go for a, we'll go yeah we'll go for a break now, and then we'll get into the BBL. Yeah, so the BBL had their first official draft um, last night. And uh, the Renegades chose Liam Livingston with their first pick. Uh, but he's actually gone down with an ankle injury. So hopefully it's not too serious. But, yeah, he should be right. Because the first game is the 13th of December, so he's got a long way to go. But he's an absolute gun. Um, just a few from the first round. Uh, Rashid Khan was retained by the Strikers as the second pick. Trent Bolt went to the Stars. Sam Billings went to the Heat. Chris Jordan went to the Sixers. And then... Weirdly, the Scorchers passed for their round one pick. I don't know what they're doing there. Yeah, right. And then David Willey went to Thunder, and then Shadab Khan went to the Hurricanes to round out the top ten. 
Um, so those are the first round um, that you can go online and Google the next round. I'm not going to bore you with it. But a few players that weren't picked up, uh, Faf Duplessis. Really? Yeah. Andre Russell, Dwayne Bravo, Kieran Pollard, and Jason Roy. But the problem with them is they all weren't going to play the full season. So would you rather pick them only for a couple of games or pick someone who's going to be there for the whole um, series, really? So um, big names there. They probably hopefully will still play. I'd love to see Faf Duplessis come over here and do some damage. Yeah. It'd be unreal, but... Yeah, so the first game's on the 13th of December between Th- Thunder and Stars, but do you have a team in the big No, nah, I don't, actually. I was going to ask you the exact same thing. Yeah, I'm a Hurricanes man. Hurricanes? Yeah, I love Hurricanes. You and Bev. Yeah, me and the Bev shag. Dippity dippity. <laughs> um, is this the first year they've done the draft, you know? Yeah, first year. Yeah. And so do you, do you still have plays before or is it like start from scratch? No, I think you, you retain – I think you can retain a couple of players um, on your list, but this is just like there's a big – group of players are nominated for the draft and there's like platinum gold silver and bronze like different levels for these players and um yeah you just select them and then you've got your squad still so all the other players are still on your squad it's just like top up players and internationals and yeah who you reckon i should follow this year you have any idea i don't um, I, i've watched it a lot over time but i've never actually sat there yeah and I got well it depends do you have like a favorite cricketer from around the world or from Australia that you would love to watch or? I'd love to say I do, but I probably don't. But oh yeah, Or even a favourite colour and we'll just go off that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, who have we got in Melbourne? you got Renegades and the Stars. Stars, yeah. Are they, are they going to be all right? Not uh, that I should bandwagon like Bronson Jr. No. Well, Stars are like the money team. They've like got all the good players like Maxwell and all that, that but they've never been. Um, they've always come short, haven't yeah, they? Come yeah, come short. Oh, um, I don't go. know, maybe like a Sydney Thunder or Sixers. Sixers would have a good team if all their Australian players played. Yeah, okay. Like that's Steve Smith, I'm pretty sure, Nathan Lyon, um, Hazelwood maybe, like all the guns. But maybe you could do a bit of research and yeah, well, choose a team. Come the, come the time, I'll definitely have a team and yeah. we'll uh, throw a few shillings on them throughout the season. But um, no, very good update there. And... Liam should be carrying the boat on that, but you just stepped up. So, absolutely. I was a better cricketer than Liam, anyway. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard you were a better cricketer. Runner-up for of the carnival in 2012. So, you've actually got a good saying about um, what batsmen should be doing more often, and I, I couldn't <laughs> agree anymore. It just makes sense in my head. I just don't get it because there's no fielders over the boundary. Yeah, so if you just hit a six every time, you really can't go out. Yeah, exactly right. And so, then you're just cutting out the middleman, really. Exactly right. Simples. No, so good advice there. Hit it for six, and you will win. <laughs> It's that uh, simple. <laughs> uh, in the NFL at the moment, they've actually come out. Oh, they have over the last periodically over the last fortnight said their top hundred players going into the year, and today they've come out with their top twenty. So again, I won't bore you all with it, but I'll give you the top t- top ten of who they have recommended for going into this season for the twenty twenty two twenty twenty three NFL season. Um, like I said, it starts in eleven days, so. Number one, bloke called Tom Brady, uh, plays with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's like 58, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he's a quarterback if people didn't realise. Um, number two is Aaron Donald. He plays for the LA Rams. He's a defensive a tight end and he basically uh, won the Super Bowl for them in the last 60 seconds last year with a um, tackle on Joe Burrows. Uh, number three is Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for Green Bay Packers. He actually um he had an interview with Joe Rogan I seen the other day. I've been listen- I was listening to it today actually. He's a f- he's a good bloke. 
I really know him that well. <laughs> Friend of the podcast. Yeah, that's it. He he's would, on next week. Yeah, he's on next week. Um, number four is Cooper Cup, the wide receiver from the LA Rams. He's just an absolute jet. Um, number five is the running back for the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts. That is Jonathan Taylor. Number six is TJ Watt, who is a linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number seven is Devontae Adams, who used to be the wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers, but he's moved to the Las Vegas Raiders. And the Las Vegas Raiders, there was big talks about, oh, should they have an NFL team? Should they not over the years? And they've, they've had a couple of blokes done with DUIs. They've had... Um, you naughty boys. Yeah, DUIs, um, a few other things I'm not going to get into, but it's, yeah, it's not very good. Trouble. Yeah, just basically trouble. But um, number eight, Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback from the Kansas City Chiefs. He's like the new up-and-comer or has been for a while. Number nine is Jalen Ramsey, the cornerback for the LA Rams. So they've got three in the top ten. And then you've got number ten, Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. So... Um, if you're looking to go for a team this year, not sure if you want to bandwagon it or not, um, but the odds at the moment on a betting agency, we're not going to shout them out because they don't sponsor us. <laughs> um, but you've got the Buffalo Bills are the favourites at the moment for seven at $7. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is obviously Tom Brady's team at 8 A um, couple at $11 is the Chiefs and the Rams. Um, Packers, Chargers, Broncos, 49ers and the Ravens are yet round out your top 10 there. So... You got a team to follow? Uh, I've chosen the 49ers. Yeah. The Niners man now. Um, no other reason than I've just got a jumper with their logo on it. So <laughs> that's how easy the decision was. Jared, is it Jared Hayne? Was he playing there? I think, yeah, he played at 49ers. Yeah. Well, I had a, had a stint there, but. Um, I don't know any players. Actually, no, there was, I think, Trent Williams, maybe. He was in that top 20 or something. Yep. Yeah, so I'm, he's my favourite player. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback there too. Yeah, I love him. Just for <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy good boy. Man. Jimbo. Yeah. So there's just a little bit of an insight uh, going into the NFL season. Feel free to let us know if you've got a team that you're going for or um, give us a bit of an insight because uh, we're sort of fresh on watching. I know Cody watches it a fair bit, but something we're going to be a lot more invested in this year. So I reckon we'll go to a break for now and finals footy. It's around the corner, so let's you talk about it. smell it, can't you? Yeah, it's absolutely. Instagram faithful time. Um, thank you, everyone, that's been putting in questions. It's pr- probably spiked up the last couple of weeks, which is really good. We've got a few more followers as well. I think we've got another 100 followers over the last fortnight. Which what are you is, up to, about 26,000? Yeah, no, just 27,500 at the moment. So geez. we're fucking flying up the ranks. Um, but we've said it before, we'll say it again. Um, if you can put in your questions, we're going to read them out because we absolutely love it. We and, love the fans. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives us some buddy material yeah, as well. it gives us something to talk about. So, Hicksy come up with this one, and I'm going to let him pick the best one. It's best AFL's finals moment. And we've got a few of them here. Oh, go on to the next question. Um, we've got uh, Nick Davis versus oh, Geelong. Yep, straight away. That's, that's goaded. Uh, we've got Doggy 2016 run home and Boyd's goal to top it off. Fuck. Uh, we've got Heath Shaw smother is the only correct answer. <laughs> Who was that by calling the sport, I'm guessing? Yeah, it was. It was Russell Eden yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, someone's got Leo Barry, surely. Yep. Oh, Swans and Eagles games in 2005, 2006, less than a goal in four matches. True. That's a good one. And someone's wrote in thanks. 
So I'm not really sure <laughs> Thank you. about that one. Shade from the boundary. No. No. <laughs> and uh, Bronson said a very <laughs> inappropriate thing about Mason Cox uh, destroying Richmond, basically. So yeah. what do you reckon? Um, oh, geez. They're all very good, except for the Shade one. That was shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, big fan of Leo Barry, you star, unreal. Nick Davis as well. As far um, as, yeah, I, I feel like, don't get me wrong, the other ones are unreal, but, like, you want the moment. Yeah, I think. pivotal moment. Like, that Heath Shaw shot. Oh, jeez. Heath Shaw smother was unreal. But the Leo Barry to save the grand final, to win the grand final, I think that's probably the, my favourite out of all of them. That's the closest we've come to, like, a kick after the song. Yeah, yeah, and just throw your body at it. Yeah, unreal. Do you reckon we'll ever see a goal after the siren in our lifetime? Imagine the scenes. If you oh, missed yeah, it, got it. There has to be. If you miss it and say it's like 25 out straight in front, you'd know you have to move overseas. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, you wouldn't leave the ground, I don't reckon. Oh. I remember, well, one of my favourite finals moments was um, Buddy Franklin as a 20-year-old against Adelaide. Oh, yeah, he kicked his seventh, seventh. Whatever, and he just oh. turns to the crowd and just goes, how are you? That was good as a 20-year-old do that, kick seven and... That stuck in my mind. Luke Shuey kicked a one in extra time after the siren. But against Port. Yeah, it was against yeah, Port. Yeah, that was a good game. Jeez, there's been a few, eh? Finals yeah. footy is just next level. It's just next level. It's unreal. You can smell it in the air. Like the weather starts to get a bit nicer. The sun comes out. A little, little bit of hay fever. and Yeah, oh, that's it. Bloody hell, it's good. Oh, I can't wait. All right, we've got most entertaining box office athlete. We've got some arms put in with Seth Curry or Dustin Martin. Yep. So very yep. good. Derek Lewis in the UFC, uh, LeBron, Nick Kyrgios, and what else is there? There's another one there, and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yep. All big-time players, all famous, but Kyrgios, like, he just draws crowds. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, about, nev- and he's never- about the entertainment more than the result. Yeah, and you never know what you're going to get with him, which is probably why he draws a crowd. Like, he could absolutely torch a top-10 player, or just start smashing rackets. Like, yeah. there's no in between. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Very good. What will be the biggest trade in the AFL off season? All right, what have we got here? Cody, it will not be me coaching next year, so I won't be doing that. Travis spoke to North Melbourne. Jeez. I actually don't mind that. that one out, yeah. Um, Jordan Degoe to the Saints. Yeah, whispers of that. I think it was $5 million over four years or the other way around, something like that. And... Marcus, just says Marcus, I don't know his last name, has said um, Cody's call last week on Buddy Franklin to Fremantle was actually a good idea. Fremantle? Yeah. Well, they do need another forward, I guess, big target. Um, I don't know. I was thinking more of going towards North Melbourne. Like, I think they'll try and recruit some mature-age players, like a, from Hawthorne especially. With Gunston or something? Yeah, Gunston, Shields, like anyone from there. Who, who, what do you think would be the biggest trade in the offseason? Um, if Jordan Degoe goes anywhere, I reckon that will probably be. Yeah, um, that'd be big. And so, that'd be huge if he goes to the Saints for them, really. Um, there's whispers of Zerha going to the Saints as well. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's Jordan Degoe from Wish, so don't get Degoe <laughs> and get the next yeah, one down. That's it. What about um, your boys? You reckon they'll have a play? Uh, there was talks of a few blokes coming in, but with no coach. Like, yeah, makes would, it hard. Yeah. Why would you want to, you know? Like, there's talks of Heppel going to Gold Coast. Yeah. I don't think he will, but you never know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we we need a coach. That's our biggest signing, I reckon. There's whispers that Collingwood are, like, the biggest movers in this trade period like under 
behind the scenes and stuff, but just what happens with Grundy as well. If they're going to get rid of him or they're going to keep him and same with Jordan Ngoi and As a Collingwood supporter, what are your thoughts on that whole Grundy situation? Like, I know he's been injured, but, like, he's an All-Australian at yeah, his best. Yeah, he's a gun, Ruckman. And if we do get rid of him and we rely on, say, Cameron and Cox, if one of them goes down, then we're Yeah, and Cox is, Cox is towards the, the end, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd love to keep Grundy. And um, plus, you'd be paying out his salary. Yeah, exactly. Just somewhere else, and you're already doing that with Trelaw. It's like... And everyone else, Dame Beam, still getting money off us or something. Yeah, far out. Yeah, I ho- hopefully we keep him and hopefully we keep Dugowie as well. But yeah, how much room in the cap do we have to pay him? Well, the next one is who's going to win this year's Super Bowl. You'd probably say the 49ers. Yep. Um, we've got the Ravens in here. Uh, Chargers again. There's a heap of Buffalo Bills in here, which is uh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Detroit Lions to shock the world and win it. They're like, the, <laughs> they're like, what Melbourne were a couple of years ago, so you never know. Um, Tennessee Titans to win it. There's a few uh, a few answers on that one. I like that. Who's your team? Well, I went for the Bengals last year, but that was like a let's pick someone to go for, and they actually made the Super Bowl. Oh, geez. So bandwagon. I was like, oh, I should go to the Bills again in case like they're the favourites. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, fair enough. So I've probably got to find a team myself. I will. I've got 11 days, so yeah, I should be able to find one. I guess. It's- yeah, I'll go on uh, Madden and flick through yeah, it until you get randomised. Like, randomised, yeah. <laughs> so we can do that. There's another question that I put up today, and I just want to start a bit of a debate: is is the NRL a threat to the AFL? Um, yes, twenty six percent. No, seventy four percent. So we're looking at we've got, geez, far out. We've got twenty four yeses and seventy two noes. Yeah, I don't reckon it's a threat. A threat? No. Nah, and I think like the way that. We've got Perth, South Australia, yeah, and all of that. They're they're really only a two state sort of a league. Yeah, but yeah, I just thought I'd put that yeah. question out. There's probably a lot of AFL people that follow us too. Yeah, exactly right. I'd, it'd be different if we had a few like listeners in New South Wales and Queensland where it's really the one sport, and AFL takes a back seat there. But yeah, no, not especially not in Victoria. Nah. Never going to take over here, I don't reckon. Well, Bronson reckons even up in Cairns, he goes, there's a fair bit of AFL there, but he goes, you have to watch AFL on seven, mate. Jeez, instead, yeah. like, And he goes, you don't hear it on the news. And yeah. it's very interesting. Big games this week. There's four teams left. I might have to get um, up on the crooked AFL up. Isn't there eight teams? Four games, sorry. <laughs> um, we'll start off with Thursday night. comes around quick, doesn't it? Bloody hell. Thursday night, don't mind it. <laughs> Yeah, I like it too. Um, so you got Brisbane versus Richmond up at the Gabba. Uh, Richmond a dollar sixty nine, Brisbane two dollars eighteen. I'm not saying who the betting company is again because we don't have a sponsor yet. If anyone would like to sponsor the show, feel free. Yeah, come on board. Um, who you got? Um, I'm going to take Richmond. I reckon. What by? Oh, I'd love for it to be close. So seven points. Um, I just reckon Lions have lost their way a little bit. The last end to the season, and it is at home for the Lions, obviously. But I think Richmond will just be too strong, um, especially if Tom Lynch can get a hold of whoever he plays on. Um, he's unstoppable when he's on. Well, Marcus Adams is out for the rest of the year now. Yeah, I saw that with concussion. So yeah, it'd be very interesting to see who goes. And probably reckon Harris Andrews will. Yeah, have to. Well, I've got Brisbane to shake it up a bit. I reckon they win by three points and have a bit of a we're back sort of an attitude and then lose next week. But <laughs> What about um, if Dusty comes back, he's been training, 
at the moment, there's a few videos of him running around. Does he make a hell of a lot of difference? Because I reckon he will. Yeah, because I think it was probably it was a fair few years ago now that might have been three years ago now when they played him up forward and he kicked six against yeah. the Lions yeah. up there. So that's the thing with him. He can either play forward and kick six or go to the midfield and have 25 and four. Well, like, yeah, you could have him playing 10% in the middle and then have Shy Bolton there and then yeah. they swap or swap whatever him. you want to do. Yep. Pretty handy weapon to have, one of the best finals players, if not the best ever. Yeah, so I reckon Brisbane could steal it, but I say that with no confidence. <laughs> Friday night, Melbourne versus Sydney, uh, obviously a qualifying final. Uh, Melbourne supporters will be out in full force uh, coming home from Falls Creek. <laughs> I think, oh, geez, that's a tough one, eh? Yeah. I'd love to say Swans because I think they are a very good chance of taking it out. But if it is, it's at the MCG and if Melbourne can get a bumper crowd there, I think that'll lift them. And they've really hit their stride. That last game against Brisbane was unreal to watch. I was just about to say, I reckon Melbourne's hitting that peak form like they yeah. did last year. Like they needed a couple of losses to get them back to the footy that they did play against Brisbane was unreal. My so. only issue for them is their key forwards, like who's going to kick the goals. I know Tom McDonald and Wiedemann played twos on the weekend and they went all right. Tom McDonald's been out of the side since round 10. So, um, yeah, I reckon Melbourne by 10 points. Uh, I'll probably go Melbourne as well, yeah. Big game Saturday, Arvo, mate. You'll be you'll be playing yourself in your first final for the Cats. Oh, we play on the Sunday. but Oh, do you? Yeah. But That's I'd, all right then. Too hard to get down. 4.35 is a bit odd, the time slot. I don't really enjoy that time. It would have been nice to have a night final for the two, Yeah, two and then have one on the Sunday clubs. maybe. But, yeah, one but, on Sunday, especially because it's in WA, the second uh, second game on Saturday. But, oh, well, each to their own. They'll still get a bumper crowd there. Who do you reckon is going to win? <laughs> I think Geelong will win, and but you just uh, – yeah, just you can't rule out Collingwood at the moment. It's the most frustrating thing. But if I was going to tip with my head, I'd be going um, Cats by 15. But oh, for the fairy tale story of it, Collingwood one to ten would be pretty good. Oh yeah, probably be a dollar one one to ten. Yeah, but it, I'm obviously going to go Collingwood. But if Geelong get all their players like Jeremy Cameron come back, it's going to make it very hard for the Pies to um yeah get a hold of them. The big boys down there with Hawkins as well. But yeah, the Pies have been playing well, and you never know what can happen in finals footy. Uh, I'm obviously going to go Collingwood. But I wouldn't be surprised if Geelong flexed their muscles a little bit. Oh, oh, that's I think for everyone in Victoria, that's the that's the game of the first yeah. week of finals. Frio versus the Doggies. The Doggies are going to have to do it the hard way again, and uh, like they did in 2016, and just snuck into the finals and start off over in Perth. Who do you reckon wins that one? I'm going to take the Doggies. I reckon um, Frio haven't really. Yeah, they've they've plateaued a bit. Haven't yeah, they? they've plateaued a bit. They've, yeah, not going as well as they have been. Um, haven't played as well the last couple of weeks. So I reckon the doggies will get them by, say, eighteen points. I completely agree. I reckon the doggies will get up again as well. I reckon they've just got that little bit of belief now. In saying that, the doggies should have put away Hawthorne a little bit easy, earlier um, last round of the season, but. Same thing for Fremantle is an issue for me. I don't see who's going to kick the goals for them at the moment. But 
I guess we'll find out. Um, we'll probably be all wrong. Yeah, <laughs> we usually are. Yeah, Tab and I will kick eight or something, but ah, it's all right. Yeah, that's fine. I reckon we just get into the votes now. It's obviously going to be a bit of a shorter episode this week, guys. Um, there'll be no quiz because it's going to be interesting to see Ben answer the questions. Yeah, to see who wins. To see who wins. So um, do you want me to start the votes off, mate? Yeah, might as well. All right. MVP votes for this week. One goes to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Shout out to you, Harley. Um, they've been flexing their muscles of late. They've been on a massive win streak and they beat my Cowboys in the weekend pretty convincingly. So well done to them. Two votes goes to Erling Haaland, who I talked about at the start of the episode. Um, three, a second half hat trick, and he did it in fine form, was elite. And three votes goes to Arsenal Gunners or Cannons, if you're Corey. Very good. Uh, my MVP votes, I've gone one vote. I've actually gone for Cody Vincitorio for his performance on the weekend. That's brilliant. Um, it was shades of Tom Stewart in the air and Nick Dacos on the ground. Uh, his skills are elite. Um, Halsey didn't play on anyone. I think he shook his opponent's hand at the start and said, I'll see you at the end. But they got the win, so they got a week off now. Uh, two votes going for Ange Postacoglu. His um, Celtics team won 9-0 against Dundee United, and they're sitting top on the Scottish Premier League. Uh, three votes have gone for Rory McIlroy. He uh, won the FedEx Cup for the third time on uh, Monday, today, oh, geez. and he won $26 million. $26 so, million. Yeah, Easy clap. Yeah, right. Yeah, I heard um, Cody didn't even bring his ski rope with him when he was defending on the weekend. But I'm going to set out a challenge to Cody, see if he actually listens to this episode. He's got he's got an MVP vote this week, but he'll be getting one fraud for me if he doesn't listen to this episode and report back to me that he heard it because he, he claims he listens. But let's see if the SC panel actually fucking has a dip and listens to it. So well done on the weekend, Cody, but you're going to get a fraud award next week if you haven't listened to this episode. And no one's going to bring it up for you. So I hope you're listening. Speaking of, on to the fraud awards. One goes to Bournemouth. You can't be losing 9-0 four games into the season. Jeez. That's an absolute spanking. Sorry. Uh, I'm sure their manager's gone then. Yeah, well, you'd think so. Um, two goes to Aston Villa, losing to your mob West Ham. Stevie G, he's, uh, he's on the ropes himself. And three actually goes to Poey. The Ravens mascot. Um, the Ravens, yeah. So the Ravens mascot, they uh, bit of like a halftime, sort of like the Oz kick over there. I think it was yesterday. He was playing sort of touch NFL with the kids, and he's actually done his ACL. Oh no, he hasn't. He's done his ACL <laughs> in the costume. Jeez, that's good. And um, they thought he was just like playing around like a mascot does, and this bloke has just not got up. He <laughs> has not. Yeah, they've got the stretcher. Oh, no. The game's been delayed in the second half. <laughs> And the bloke's like full grabbing his knee. Like I feel for him, but it's just it's a bit it's a bit funny from uh, oh, seeing a mascot. Laugh, but, shouldn't oh, laugh, but yeah, fella. like the crowd was like lifting him off. It was a bit it was a bit harsh, <laughs> but yeah, sorry, mate. You'll be you won't get any more votes because I reckon you'll be on the sidelines for the rest of you. All right, uh, my frauds. Uh, I've gone one vote the bye week before finals, just as a spectator. Yeah, like, like you said, it was good for country footy. You can get out and about, but. Obviously, nothing on Friday night. Harry Potter was on for the four hundredth time. Yeah, so I just I don't enjoy it. Do you um, think? Do you think it should be between the prelim and the AFL Grand Final, or just don't have one altogether? Um, I reckon have something on during the bye week, like the um other Legends match they used to have. They yeah, didn't yeah. have that this year, or um Victoria versus the rest of this, um Australia, or yeah, something. Give, give us yeah. something Indigenous All Stars, something just to have on so we could watch. Because yeah. There was nothing to talk about either. Should have the Brownlow one as well. Yeah, something. You're going to be doing that. Like, yeah. 
But anyway, that's just my thoughts. Continue. Yeah, we're probably wrong as well. Um, two votes. I've gone for Kane Corns. Um, he just says stuff to get attention, I think, and just yeah, get people up the wrong, rub people up the wrong way. Obviously, if you follow us on Instagram, um, Sports Confidential. If you don't, um, he said that players should not be allowed to go on footy trips, and especially in the sizes of you know thirty people or something, which is just bollocks. Like they can go on footy trips, just don't fuck up, don't do stupid shit. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And my three votes have gone for McLaren for terminating my boy Daniel Ricciardo. Um, I hope he gets another contract for another team and blitzes it because fuck them. Yeah, I agree. He's been treated like shit this year. I, I don't know. obviously follow it that much, but Shano gives me the uh, interest when I don't have my AirPods in ignoring him. Um, <laughs> I do take it a little bit, so uh, very well done. Thanks for coming on board again today, mate. Easy. Um, we're going to have a few more episodes coming out soon, which will be good. Uh, interviews, that is. Yes. And yeah. Get ready for a big week of uh, finals footy and EPL action. Absolutely. Hopefully go. the hammers. Yeah. Go the pies, mate. Good luck with it. Yeah, and good luck you. for the final on the weekend too. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. All right, mate. See ya. See ya.